Welcome to the Mastery Matrix podcast. I am your host, Kyrie. And on this side of the podcast world, we geek out on human potential and transformation. You know, how to disrupt ourselves, elevate to mastery, and build our mind, body, spirit, and systems for greatness. I hope you're ready, guys, because I am. Let's go. You might have heard this expression or this quote that says, we don't rise to the occasion, we sink to the level of our training. Um, Some others say that the original quote is, we don't rise to the level of of our expectations, we sink to the level of our training. At the bottom of it, it pretty much means the same thing. And I really love the one about rising to the occasion. Uh, because a lot of people feel like, oh, here, this is the goal that I want for myself and I should be able to just show up and make it happen. Right. And the thing is, sometimes you will. But if we're talking about mastery, what we're looking for is also what we're looking for is also consistency in the uh, the results that you're getting. OK, that's the whole concept of mastery. When you become a master at something, it means that your output is in terms of the result is it correlates all the time with the input and it is predictable, right? When it is not, it means that you're getting lucky sometimes, sometimes you're not, and that is not mastery. So when we say, when I say here, rising to the occasion, I'm saying pretty much making sure that no matter where you are in your journey to mastery, that you're getting the results that you're looking for over and over again, no matter how many times you try, you get to a point where it is, the results are pretty predictable. Okay. That's what mastery is about. And so the cool thing about this, when we're talking about a journey to mastery is that rising to the occasion will mean different things at different times. So the first thing that, and the first question that I have for you in this episode, which is really, uh, I'm really recording to bring food for thought here this week. Okay. When we say rising to the occasion, what does rising to the occasion mean to you? There was a time where for me, rising to the occasion was just showing up. There was a time where rising to the occasion was just making sure that when I actually show up, I am in a good mental, emotional state. There was times where when, when I thought about rising to the occasion and really doing my best, what did that mean? It meant that I was able to face the fear and do the thing anyway. That's what it meant for a period, right? When I think about right now, what rising to the occasion means to me, and it's been pretty steady over the past few years, it is getting to the point of breaking the patterns erasing whatever past data is there that's like looping in my mind, right? That's making me do the same dang thing over and over again and getting rid of that silencing stuff long enough so that I hear inspiration and I see clarity and I can take action on that. If you had asked me a few years ago, a few years ago, what rising to the occasion meant, what success meant, et cetera, I would not have been able to put it into these words, right? I would not have been able to tell you, oh, what I'm looking for is to be able to break the pattern, right? To be able to see the pattern, break the pattern and calm the mind long enough 
that I can hear the inspired actions that I'm supposed to take and take action on them. Even if they don't make sense, I don't even question those things anymore. They just come. I do the action. Sometimes I see and I understand why I took the action, you know, within days or minutes. Sometimes it takes a couple of years, but it always makes sense after a while. Right. And so, but right now that is what rising to the occasion means to me. So I want you to ask yourself the same question. If I was to define what rising to the occasion means to me right now, what is it? What does me being successful on this journey to mastery mean to me right now? Okay. Because if you don't know, you won't even recognize it. You won't even know that you are being successful at what you're doing. You won't even know what to train for. Because as I said, the title of this episode is pretty much that quote, we don't rise to the occasion, we sink to the level of our training. We're going to talk about what the concept of training is when it comes to mastery of whatever it is you're trying to master. But if you don't know what it is to be successful on this journey, what it is to rise to the occasion based on where you are, you won't know what to train for. Okay, let's just put it that way. So Number one, what are you doing right now that's go and what are you working on so that you can identify what rising to the occasion is? As I said, for me, it's shutting down the, 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 the mental chatter, breaking the patterns when I see them, erasing all of that past data that's, that keeps looping so that I can actually take inspired action and just go, right? That is what it is because I know that every time I do it, it brings amazing results and it life is so much easier and it is so much less stressful. Okay. Detaching from the data, detaching from all the information I have in my head, detaching from all, all the things that I think I know so that I can take really quick actions, make fast decisions, etc., is what I call rising to the occasion for me right now. Okay. No matter what's coming at me, you need to ask yourself, what is that for you? based on where you're at. There is no right or wrong answer, but there has to be an answer. <laughs> All right. So that is the first thing. And then you want to realize that no matter what it is that you want to do, you have to train for it. You need to run reps. You need to do the things over and over again. Okay. But then you say, but Kyrie, what are the reps that I'm supposed to run? What are the things that I'm supposed to do over and over and over again? And so Let's talk about that. What is a great example of somebody who I like to use athletes for this, somebody who really trains for success and you can actually, and you can actually witness it and see it. And athletes do that for us, whether you're looking at the Olympics, whether you're looking at, um, um, NBA, uh, championship championships, or you're looking at soccer or whatever, it doesn't matter. The cool thing about athletes is like you get to see and to be pulled into their world so that you understand how they train. But if you look at um, Navy SEALs, if you look at any really high level of mastery, they do it the same way. Right. And even when I look at martial arts, when I think about a lot of the grandmasters in uh, the history of the school that I have been studying from, same thing. They train for that success. It is not a one-time thing. It is not luck. And the way that they train is very multidimensional. 
But I see a lot of people do whatever in whatever they're trying to master is it becomes very one dimensional. And when it is that way, the success is very limited and it is not as controllable. It feels really good for a while and then something happens and it does not work anymore and it all crumbles down. Right. So making sure that the training is actually multidimensional. That is very important. A lot of people will just train on the tactical and the physical. Other people will just work on the spiritual and neglect the tactical and the physical and all the other stuff that won't work, right? It works for a little bit, almost like the beginner's luck. And then it doesn't. And a lot of times they don't understand why it doesn't. And it is because the training is being multi is being one dimensional. What you want to do is train in a way that is multidimensional. And what does that mean? It means, number one, the spiritual piece of it. No matter what it is that you're doing, even it is, even if it is learning how to keep your house decluttered <laughs> or learning how to be really good with your money, there has to be a spiritual component to it. Why are you doing what you're doing? Why do you want to do that? What is behind the goal? If you're not able to reconnect that act of decluttering or that act of um, mastering your numbers or that act of um, having better learning to have better communication in your relationship or learning to build your business. If the why behind it is not something that is bigger than you, you'll find it very tough to sustain the ups and downs in your journey to, journey to mastering that thing. Okay. And let me repeat that. If you're not able to reconnect that goal to something that is bigger than you, going through the ups and downs will be very difficult and you will find yourself quitting. And what I mean by bigger than you, it can be bigger than you in terms of numbers. Maybe it's you and other people that you love or you plus, you know, a certain number of people you have, a, you want to have an impact on. Maybe it's a numbers thing, or maybe it is something that's beyond the physical, right? Maybe it is a reconnection to the divine or to source or whatever it is that you believe in that is bigger than what we see. I know a lot of people whose main purpose on this earth is to learn to reconnect to that divine, right? And so in everything that they do, they're looking for that. That could be it, but there has to be something that is beyond you that you can be able like that you can almost like latch on as you're working your journey so that no matter what happens you have something bigger and stronger and 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 wiser than you to go back to a good reason for you to continue that is the spiritual aspect of it another dimension for this is everything that is mental emotional i kind of put these two together although they're not the same but what are the beliefs that are tied to what you're looking to achieve, to achieve. What are the things that you believe to be true about it? Do you still agree that they're true? Are those beliefs congruent with where you want to get to? Do you have the beliefs of the people who have done the thing that you want to do? What emotions get triggered when you're thinking about it, right? What emotions get triggered while you're doing the things on a day-to-day -day basis? Like you need to be aware of those things and not be on autopilot. Whenever I'm working on something new that I've never done before, guaranteed thousand percent chance that my emotions are going to get triggered in different ways. And so one thing that I always do every single day is making sure that when they get triggered, I notice and I process 
and I figure out what it is so that I remove the power that that has on me. Does that make sense? Because at the end of the day, your emotions are just data. They're showing you the data that's replaying. It's it's bringing, something's bringing up uh, emotion, something's triggering emotion because you've seen this before. You've experienced this before and there's still fear or resentment or something tied to that, right? And you want to be able to see that and you want to practice processing that, whatever that means to you, whatever modality you want to use for this. You want to figure out what your process is for that mental and emotional piece. You want to ask yourself these questions because when you ask the questions long enough, you'll get ready for the answers. And when you are ready for the answers, the answers will always show up. The goal for this episode is not to give you all the answers because for every single one of you, the answers are going to be different, but it is to get you in the habit, to help you get in the habit of asking yourself these questions. I, I can't tell you how many times in my 20s and, and in my late teenage years, I was asking myself, how come sometimes when I really want something, it happens so easily? And how come sometimes it's so hard? And I would literally, sometimes I, I remember a few times like coming out of the bathroom or going into the kitchen and just repeating this question in my mind, just trying to understand, right? Why is it that sometimes it's so easy? And why is it that sometimes it's so hard? And now I know. It's the data. It's all this stuff that I was tied to that I left replaying and replaying and replaying, right? So you need to ask yourself the questions so that you can be ready for the answers. And when you are ready for the answers, the answers are going to show up, okay? So we talked about the spiritual as a dimension. We talked about the mental. We talked about the emotional. And the physical also is another aspect. And when I say physical, I mean the physical as in your body, taking care of your body so that you have the endurance and you have the stamina to actually see things through, right? And I also mean the physical in terms of the strategies and the tactics and the actual doing of things. So a lot of people here, again, will focus a lot on doing the reps. Let's say you're an athlete and you want to get to the next level, just doing more push-ups and doing more dribbles and doing more three-pointers and things like that won't get you to the next level. You have to also work the other dimensions, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual aspect of things, right? So the physical piece, the mental, the emotional, the spiritual, all of those different dimensions of you have to be trained to get you to where you want to get to. Okay. And as I said, depending on where you're at, depending on what's going on and where you're at in your journey, rising to the occasion might look like something different, but you need to look at all of these different elements and figure out, okay, what is the thing for me right now that I want to overcome that I want to be really, really good at? What is the thing that I feel is tripping me up every single time? Because that means that I am not rising to the occasion. I need to train for it. I need to train for this. I need to master this element so I can get to the next. And I guarantee once you master that one, you'll get something else. You'll get bigger and bigger and bigger challenges, but you'll also be better and better and better trained and equipped to handle them. Okay. So they will not get, there's no, no one that gets more than they can handle. So just figuring out what is the next step? Where, what is the point where I always trip up? What is the thing that I want to train on so I become so much better at it that it's not an issue anymore and I can move on and continue my journey to mastery, 
All right. Because again, we don't rise to the occasion. We fall to the level of our training. This cannot be luck. It is not luck. It is training. It is mental training. It is emotional training. It is physical training. It is spiritual training. No matter what the goal is, even if you want to be the freaking best baker and and create the most amazing cake, you need to work on all of these elements. It doesn't matter. The art form does not change, right? uh, Sorry, let me say this again. The art form might change, but the training does not change. It is the same thing. At the end of the day, we are all on a journey for mastery. So train like your life depends on it because it literally does. And your fulfillment depends on it and making sure that you don't regret anything at the end of the day depends on it. All right. So I love you very much. I hope that this episode brings you food for thought. I hope that you start asking, or if you are ready, that you continue asking yourself these questions. What does it mean for you to rise to the occasion? What is that thing for you right now? And then just get on it. Get, start asking the question, ask the questions. The answer will show up. All right. I love you. Have an amazing rest of your day and I'll see you soon. (laughs) There you have it. If you got any insight from today's show, guys, please make sure that you leave a review and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. That would mean a lot to me. Also, the conversation continues and I want you to connect with me on IG or Facebook at Kyrie Var. Now, this information is in the show notes, so you can grab it in there and message me with your biggest takeaway from today's show. All right. So thanks again so much for being here with me today. I will see you very soon.